0: For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com.
1: All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And I'm really excited about this show because, one, we had an amazing hunt down in Georgia, and this is kind of the precursor to that hunt. Uh, We're going to talk all about what our goals, expectations are for for this hunt, and then we're also going to recap how last year's hunt went. Now, Myself and one other guy on this show, David, were not there for that hunt, but the other two are going to fill us in, kind of give us an idea of what to expect. Um, The other reason I'm really excited for this episode is because this is the first episode that I am editing from my new property. My wife and I just signed yesterday on 25 Acres in southwest Missouri, and I could not be more excited. Well, I could be more excited. I could be more excited if I had a full podcast studio set up already. Unfortunately, I don't. We're renovating a trailer, fixing up a shop, and we're going to be building soon. So it may be a little while before I actually have a podcast studio up and running. If you were one of the people on social media or um, that texted me and were like, hey, congrats, man, that's awesome, well-deserved, I really do appreciate all those comments. My wife and I have been on cloud nine, and I'm sure the kids will be once they're out here riding dirt bikes. So thank you guys for all that. Uh, without rambling too much, I think we're going to hop into this episode and talk all about hunting Georgia pigs on an island.
0: Like,
2: he was doing things that were just badass.
1: That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dean had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be Okay. all right guys welcome to today's show and joining me on the show today i've got three guys that are here out of what nine of us i think and uh we're on an island in georgia cumberland island to be exact doing a managed hog hunt how many of you guys have been here before
3: i have
2: yeah me and luke have. Nick has.
4: okay not me
1: so dave's first time huh
2: yep it is my
4: first time
1: same here this is a pretty unique spot and uh We're just going to be talking about everything we saw today, what we hope to have happen tomorrow, and then we'll uh, see how it all pans out and probably do a follow-up episode. But before we start all that, we're going to go around and do a brief intro of each person and then maybe tell how you started hunting here or how you started hunting in general.
4: Uh, My name is David from Marietta, Georgia. Uh, Started... Hunting when I was a kid with some friends and whatnot from youth group and all that. Got drawn here from uh, buddy Jonathan and friend of a friend.
1: Nice, man. Uh, Luke.
3: Yeah, I started hunting here with uh, David last year. And David invited us on this trip. We said, man, that sounds awesome. Didn't think anything of it. And then he was like, hey, man, this hunt's coming up. Let's sign up for it. So we did it. Came last year. Walked 17 miles the first day. Dang. Yeah, oh, dude. No, 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 no,
2: 28. 28 the first day. We okay. went to the beach. The David Gilmer. No, yeah. you know David Gilmer. Sorry. No, it yeah, is. Oh, yeah. David Gilmer. Not, David Gilmore, not, yep. yeah.
3: not this David. And it, it was awesome, dude. I mean, everything we saw. Problem is, we didn't see any hogs uh,
1: the first time. I, I feel like that's a pretty good or a pretty bad problem to have on a hog hunt.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. We saw everything butthogs uh but it was a blast man until nick and nick can come up later and talk about his story um
2: i'm nick i'm from uh 45 minutes north of atlanta um same same scenario as luke we were friends with david gilmer not the david on here (laughs) the first timer the white Uh, um (laughs) well uh we we took this trip last year uh it was only five of us last year um we went with another with uh george is actually here with us Um, he didn't want to be on the podcast but he's uh true at kathy jr um (laughs) i call him uh chick-fil-a jr (laughs) but uh he's here with us he says hi folks um we had a good trip like like uh luke said we hiked about seven 28 not 17 miles thanks to aj No, no, no plug there but uh AJ was the kind of guy that was like, no trails. Just follow the trees. Just bushwhack. Yeah, we bushwhacked This the is not the place to, the to do beach. that no. at all.
3: AJ's from Idaho, and so he didn't know what to do out here, but this dude walks 100 miles an hour, and you had to keep <laughs> up with him. Now, granted, we loved him. Like, I love AJ. Love oh, oh AJ. he's
2: fantastic. He was good for the group, great, but followed, he doesn't get Follow the trail, bro. He doesn't get tired. <laughs> no. He just goes. Yeah. And
3: you got to keep up with just him. Just nonstop. Yeah.
1: Dang. So w- was last year the first year that anybody from our group correct, had had done this hunt? Correct. Yeah. There's, it's, it's crazy, man. I have never heard about this place, and there's people from all over. In fact, some people that, that are camped right next to us, I talked to them. They're from Wisconsin.
2: Yep, I saw that. And I'm like, boat.
1: dang, man, people come from all over to do this. And in talking with uh, the wildlife biologists here as well as the park ranger, hearing, hearing the story about this place, hearing kind of what the whole goal mm-hmm. is here, um, it's pretty cool. Like it's, it's a very, very unique hunt. There's not a lot of like national parks or national seashores that you're able to hunt. And so this is a really unique opportunity. Um, what did, what did last year look like? I mean, what was your game plan aside from walking 28 miles through the thickest stuff you've ever seen? Did you guys, did you guys go out and scout at all the day before or?
2: Yeah, that's what the 28 miles was. No, oh, that was just a scout. That no, was day no one. We, no, we didn't
3: scout. Well, because we got here, no. we got here, correct, on the ferry. You're correct. You're correct. And because we got here on the ferry, we we showed up just on time. We got camp set up. We were setting up our tents, setting up everything, and then by the time we did the intro, figured out where we were, then we still had to set up camp. I mean, we barely had a chance to set up. So the next morning, we got out and we were like, we don't know what we're doing. So let's just walk. Let's let's. Let's walk. Let's find some hogs. We're in We started walking around. Next thing you know, we were walking. And then we were walking. Then we walked through, like, we 500 were, we were yards. Tagging, we
2: were tagging, too, like, to keep up with where we were. Oh, yeah. And then finally, y'all were like, Nick, stop. Stop <laughs> leaving tags because we're at that point. Like, keep going.
1: And And that's one of the things they do here because it's – I mean, it's a it's, big it's area. A it's like 9,000 acres yeah. that you can hunt, and it's thick. There's not a lot of trails or roads that cut through it. Palmettos and are so, different
2: hiking. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever hiked through that, but palmettos are a different hike.
1: Well, and they said every couple of years people get lost out here. Yeah. You know, in the in the evening hunt, there's no daylight. In, in my mind, I'm like, man, this is a pretty tough place to get lost because you walk any you know, direction, so far, you're either going to hit a road or water. And, you know, if you're hunting north of – the area you just hit the water and head south if you're hunting you know to the east of the road head west and you're going to run into it eventually um but yeah it's a super dense area a lot of a lot of cool opportunities i mean they hunt they hunt whitetail here and from the sound of it the quota hunts never really fill up so
2: no they're always short about five if i had to average it
1: yeah it's 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 pretty sweet so i'm pretty pumped we we went out and scouted today oh and Luke, you had mentioned the ferry. That's one of the other unique things about it. You take a ferry here with all of your gear, or if you have a private boat, you can bring that. You can load it up. In fact, I wanna, <laughs> why don't I we wanna start comment. there? I want to so, comment on that real quick. Yeah.
3: So last year, After we took the ferry, right? We loaded everything on the ferry, and that was just, it was crazy. So we packed <laughs> minimalistic last year. We brought just what we thought we could carry, just what we thought we could get on there. We got over here, we started unloading. We had all of our guys with our tents and our packs, and that was it. And we thought that's what you were supposed to do. Now we showed up, and everybody else is like pulling off all of these, you know, boxes and 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 everything. And next thing you know, they're pulling out like propane tanks and and, and <laughs> heaters and, this, and this tables. Is,
1: although this is on an island, it is not a backcountry hunt. This is a bougie hunt for sure.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we have we a have four-bathroom shower house with hot water. We the have five
1: camp stoves at our camp. Oh, <laughs> Somebody, I think yeah. everybody dropped the ball on uh, I mean, communication this <laughs> go-round. <laughs> <because> bacon and <laughs> egg for food. For real, toast. everybody started pulling out camp stoves, and I'm like, how many do we have? I'm pretty sure we have five full camp stoves set up on the table right now.
3: We have a Blackstone.
1: We have a Blackstone, what, two... And a bottle of Blantons. A three
4: burner and a two burner and...
1: Yeah. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Dave. I uh, appreciate that. This year we have no shortage of food, nope. no shortage of things to cook with. Uh, everybody's got their own big tents, and I was told right away that this is... It's not a high-class hunt by any means, <laughs> but, like, you can bring whatever you want. What we didn't realize is just how much stuff everybody brought, because, David, what's his boat? 28 foot? Something like that. Something like Uh, that. 30 foot, maybe. We had that thing loaded down with 3,000 pounds of extra gear. Halacious first trip. Just on the first trip. I mean, we were doing a wheelie. If it's possible for a boat to do a wheelie. Me and Dave
2: Jr. were trying to subliminal the weight to... Counteract it. subliminal not subliminal <laughs> subtract the weight sorry my words got messed up there I'm We're trying to subtract I'm the I'm weight
4: 165 there. pounds so i don't count for much so yeah
2: but we were trying to eat and consume as we as <laughs>
1: we we had like six yeti coolers in the back of the boat and everything underneath which we didn't realize was not waterproof you'd think oh, yeah. the bottom side of a boat would be waterproof it was not everything hey, got wet underneath don't,
2: don't, he's trying to sell those boats oh he's trying to <laughs> it hey if anybody's <laughs> in the market for a
1: boat we've got a really awesome boat yeah, for it's sale it's a great features price
2: of sink all this stuff. 28
1: feet fifteen thousand dollars i mean that's less Airbnb than a thousand dollars per foot guys. i mean yeah it
2: it, it's insane just insane. over 500 bucks so a foot. on the on the boat and the ferry thing what i want to touch on is we met a guy named preston last year and he does this trip i don't know what the trip's called we can look it up and find out to fact check me but there's another island there's like four or five island systems right here okay and there's like also this one cumberland island and one that's something with a raccoon name because it's got a lot of raccoons on it um
1: trash band island
2: no some no. shit like that. no but it's it, well Preston just went it went to hunt there for the primitive with the primitive archery and before he had to go back to the uh oil rig he hunts he main job is oil rigs but they give you a flag for hunting all five within the year season and you're and you oh, only wow. travel by boat that's how they give you the flag and so you put the flag up to signify that you're hunting so there's like a morale to it as well so yeah. like those guys out there have the flag that were here when we came in at okay. four o'clock Sunday, they have that flag. You know, we don't have the flag. We didn't do all five hunts, but Preston has the flag. And I thought that's really cool because you hunt island one, two, three, four, five, and Cumberland's your last one. And you get this flag from the state, the national forest, whatever, the, uh, whatever it is. National seashore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was really cool. So that that was my input from the ferry thing. Was, was a side note was like, yeah, if you have the private boat, there's an option if you're into it to do all five and do it in the season, same year season, then
3: you get a flag and uh, yeah, it's a flag, but it's like I did these hunts in my opinion. Yeah. But but like Preston talking to Preston last year, he tries to plan his work shifts cuz I mean he's on Orway. Yeah, he's, right? on a, he's on like
2: a 100 days and off 120 days or something crazy. Yeah.
3: Dang. So he's something crazy like that, and he tries to plan them around all these hunts. He says Ossoball <laughs> is his favorite. Yeah. He goes, he loves coming out to Cumberland. It's beautiful. It's different. He showed up late and killed the most hogs to yeah. Cumberland last year. By himself, oh. showed up late, loading this stuff up like we didn't know him then. He just happened to camp near us. Next thing dude, you know, I felt
2: bad. He was he was loading up by himself un- or unloading and like barely didn't have a fire, didn't have nothing going. I felt bad. I was like, hey, man, just relax and come join us. Yeah, that was a com- That's how we met. Preston I was like, hey, that's cool, dude. You're in the dark unloading, get your tent set up, come join us, come sit by the fire, come make your food. We have a fire going, relax. And that's how we met. Preston was that way.
4: So, what about Doug? Uh, the y'all machine, know D- he's kind of done and it's been <laughs> normal to y'all, but
3: he's the biologist. Mm
4: -hmm. But he's kind of done, and now the game warden kind of stepped in and said they're switching the deer hunt. I think that's something to do with like
2: a national forest and local DNR swap, and and I don't know the legality there. So what's
1: what's the name of the family that used to own this? Do you guys remember? It's one of the rich families. It's not the Rockefellers. It's the maybe starts with an A. I'll have to look it up. Anyways, so this.
2: The Anheuser-Busch people, isn't
3: it?
1: I don't know. I don't remember. They said the name and I recognized it. Now I forgot it. I probably should have figured that out before the podcast started. But uh, they used to own this property and they would do a lot of hunts and stuff on here. And then when the government bought it, they had written it into the legislation that they had to keep hunting open to the public, which is why they continue to hunt on this island. So they offer deer and they offer whitetail. Oh, the Carnegie family, not an A name at all. It's the Carnegie family. It's
2: a strong A in it though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so they have... Uh, there's a giant mansion right here. There's wild horses on the island. They just reintroduced bobcats here. There's coyotes. There's now we're armadillos
2: mid, we're everywhere. There's a Every- lot of more everywhere. historical uh, lower south. Yeah. We're we're mid-island. Okay. There's two two docks. I think it's – I don't know the name of the two docks I because we're on the spot. They're closed right now because of that hurricane that came through. Our dock, this Plum Orchard Camp, is the only docks open right now. But the lower docks have more of the um, ruins – Oh, okay. Than this. Like, this is this is cool. Don't get me wrong. But there's a lot more ruins south.
1: Well, and here at Plum Orchard, the the mansion, he said that they've put millions of dollars into oh. renovating the mansion. They do tours of it. It's open to the public. Like, you can boat in here. You can drive here. They'll do tours on a in a van and headsets and everything, and they tell you all about the history of this place. But there's wild horses here, which was pretty crazy. Probably, absolutely. And honestly... The first, yesterday when we got here, it made me realize just how difficult this hunt was going to be because we were just walking. We were dollying all of our stuff up. They've got wagons to put all of your stuff in because like I said, we had 3,000 pounds of gear in the first trip and we had to bring it a couple hundred yards to camp. And so they put, they do um, the, the dollies or the wagons, to pull it over. And I kept hearing something over in the woods and I was like, man, that's close. And that's loud. Like it sounds like something big. And I'm looking and looking and looking, and all of a sudden I look, and there's a horse within 40 yards of me. And I'm like, if it's that hard to pick out a horse that I can hear, just imagine mm-hmm. how difficult it's going to be to shoot a pig.
2: Yeah. So Luke said earlier that we didn't see a hog last year. I did see a hog. And and to my fault, I did not shoot, but I my judgment was against me, and I'm okay with the judgment I took on it because when I saw it and I could – like come down and recognize and actually pull the trigger it was gone behind a palmetto yeah could i have shot through the palmetto yes but then there's too many what ifs that i was not okay with that i did not take a shot
1: because there have been horses shot here oh absolutely and 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 they're very
2: understanding here about accidents happen i just didn't want to be that person I didn't, want to, I didn't want to risk it. Like, I
1: mean, how understanding. Not understanding enough to where you're going to pull the trigger on a horse and be like, oops, didn't know it was a horse.
2: <laughs> well, I'll I, I tell you this. Uh, Doug told us when we were here last year, he said, dude, a dude hit a horse, and the way the horse was sitting and the way that his wife told the story, it, you could tell he didn't mean to do what he did. He thought it was a pig because it was jet black. And he saw the hind end of it, and it went through that palmetto, and he shot through that palmetto and killed it. And all I could think of was when I saw that pig was the same story, and I was like, I don't want to be those people. No, you definitely like, and don't. And I know want to that they people. probably didn't mean to do it, but I still don't want to be those
1: people. I mean, target identification—that's one of the four right, rules that, of hunter safety. Thing, like, know like your target, know what you're shooting, and what's beyond and what's in front. And yeah, so you that's have cool. to know your target because the other thing is, I mean, we're we're gonna all be wearing blaze orange. That's another cool thing about here is. They give you – if you don't have a blaze orange vest, they'll they'll give you one, one provide. to yep. use. And, I mean, they've got full facilities here. They also give you ribbons to put on the trail, like where you enter the woods so that other people know where you're entering. Yeah, it's
2: almost like biodegradable masonry. Yeah, they'll that's exactly what it is. He said in
1: a couple happening. months it'll disappear. And each hunt they give you a different colored ribbon. Yep. And so this week our ribbons are orange. So when you go in – not only does it help you know where you're going, it helps other people know that there's there's someone hunting in there, and the biologist and the park ranger or the game warden, they will actually come and pick up your hog after you shoot it. Yep. And so that's another good thing to have. You mark where you are. You can text the number. They'll say, hey, we got your text. We got your location. We're on our way to pick up the hog. There's a full walk-in freezer here where they'll hang your hog, market for you and then you can clean it at the end of season so you can continue to hunt instead of having to deal with that all on the spot and so they've really i mean the management here is outstanding it's like nothing i've seen before the way that they it's like a first class hunt i mean it almost feels like you're paying to go to a hunt club well it's the
2: way the dnr and management should be able to handle land without the public's infliction of their own damage and demise on it exactly it's an island so it separates it so if this was managed the same way in public land, like, in no no sea barriers, without people touching it, they probably would do the same quality job, for sure. But where I'm from, people destroy shit too much. Yeah. But yeah. the
3: reality is too, mm-hmm. like, dude, it's it's all of like thirty five dollars to sign up. You just have to sign up early enough to get in, and then it's like fifty bucks for the ferry. Yeah, dude, like. And that's no, it. That's, it's a cheap that's it. hunt, yeah. But but access. you get to hunt it like it's uh <coughs> Yeah, like the management, but style. that goes to my
2: reasoning of like it's on an island so you don't have the general public coming over here to party and mess things up like you would a W mainland in your hometown. Yeah. Now,
1: I, I did hear from some of the other hunters. I didn't hear it from any of the people that work here on the island, but they had mentioned that a lot of the reasons these hunts never fill up is because there are some animal rights activists or potentially even people from PETA. I'm not really mm. sure what group it is that will go on and they will buy the licenses or buy the, like pay for the registration for the hunt and fill up spots. And then they won't come and hunt just to keep other people from doing it. I can see that. Which, which one I'm like, man, that's really crappy of them. And two, oh, yeah. I'm like, Hey, we'll take all of your it money shows how to how un- put more towards this managed hunt. That sounds great. 100%. Yeah, cause
2: it, but it shows how uneducated they are. Like,
4: well, not in this group, but I don't know how many people have hunted a WMA. But my first experience was rough.
2: Yeah, well, all WMAs are rough. Like, I don't, no, it was. I can speak for Georgia, opening, North Georgia. I don't know about and anyone deer else, season,
4: though. and I mean, they don't request you to wear your orange. You, of course, should. But right, they there's, don't a, there's a there's you. a constant. You're in a stand, and I um, mean common knowledge it's there. bullets flying you don't but you don't get that feeling here well and, it's, it's organized yeah it's, it's very very, very organized
2: well not, they left the responsibility up to you it's yeah. not thrown around
1: they leave the check-in or like you're responsible to go to the check-in they ask all new hunters to do the orientation to find out more about the property they've got it broken down into zones and you can hunt any zone but like you can take a picture of the map and look what zone you're in so that if you're in zone five, yeah. you can text them and say, hey, I'm on the west end of zone five. And yeah, then when they come they to find you, you, it, yeah, it, it gets them closer to you. Yeah, zone, it's a
2: well-oiled machine, I agree. Somebody
4: it can really walk into your zone and accidentally, 110% accident, just fire a rifle right next oh, to yeah, you. Yeah, I'll tell you this.
2: Yeah. When we were hunting last year, we walked. I promise you we walked more than we hunted last year, but we saw the, the flags and we knew better. We were like, okay, keep going. We're going to hike five miles away just to give them space we don't know how far in or how far wide they went they could have go in and cut left three miles go in and cut right three miles we don't know but we made sure you know
1: i will say after seeing the amount of deer sign here like there's hog sign don't get me wrong but the amount of deer sign the amount of trees that are rubbed up the amount of scrapes that we saw today yeah i will for sure, be coming back here to do a whitetail and hog hunt. I look
4: forward to them changing it in October to archery. Yeah, I
2: want to give a little shout-out to Caleb for
1: that. For he's, sure.
2: The, for him, he, he brought that up. We wouldn't know that. No. He, he talked to sure us about yep. that, and he was like, yeah, I want to move it next year close to October because that's the end of the rut. Hey, that's, to like, close in the, end of the you rut. You
4: talk about that scenario? Mm.
2: He's a nice dude. I like that guy. <laughs> I mean, coming in here, he's doing well, taking care of, like, he's going to take over Doug's spot, supposedly, "Quote unquote," I don't don't want to step on anybody's toes here. No, never. But you know, Doug's been doing it for a while. What 20, 20 something years? Yeah. And yeah. what, he's killed like twenty
3: eight hundred hogs? I don't stuff know. He like said that. he kills a hundred hogs a he's year. The island management. Yeah, I mean, I mean he, He's the island biologist. He time. lives out here. Yeah. yeah. Full time.
1: Yeah. He does so the studies. Done. He helps with a ton of this stuff. Yeah. So, around like, the... we
2: see it as oh, he's killing hogs. He's doing more than that. Like, oh yeah. yeah. There's a reason these hogs are here. Rich people bought the island. They wanted to hunt hogs. They brought them over. They overbred. They couldn't keep up. Now the government owns it because they sold it around on money. Here we are today. Let's enjoy it.
4: Yeah, it'd be awesome if Caleb definitely. Uh, but I think Caleb's on the right the track with change that to, especially their rut season, and they've realized that their rut season is in October, and that's when we can put people out here to thin the deer herd. Yeah, to make them healthy. To
1: to give people the best experience possible while they're out here hunting, and that's really what they want. They want people to come out here. And have success you know they told us the areas to stay away from they're like guys in the past have gone into the thickest nastiest stuff and nobody ever kills in there because the ground cover is just too thick i mean we're looking at the tents around us i mean big orange tents and there's one about 40 50 yards from us and i'm looking at it going if there was a pig over there i couldn't shoot it no. like it's that thick in certain spots so uh back to the identification the target identification thing you think about this many people hunting and if you're dragging a hog closer to the road so that they can come pick it up in the truck or the side by side, just imagine if you know that person chose not to wear orange and they're dragging a pig carcass and you see oh a pig especially because how many times does it happen the that woods. you're like
2: cutting up in the field and you take off clothes because you're working yeah and you take the first thing comes off. Vest. vest yeah yep and then your jacket then your top layer and you're and your processing in yep. the field watch
4: your job is so, 100 to double check 100 percent, 100
2: percent. but like that's that's like you said tags to the whole reason of me to not taking the shot like they, I got teased a little bit but I have no reasons it's fine. I'm okay the, with it.
3: No, you were smart. You were smart. No, right? I mean we like good. to give you a hard time because it's fun. It's okay. Here's I like a hard time. Here's the deal. <laughs> in, a, in a
1: group of friends, like if you're not getting a hard time, you probably then aren't welcome like here. Like They're they don't want the to, they, they don't want you to come back.
2: Oh well, don't call me dynamic Dave. We'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: so that's our
2: neighbor. Oh lord. Oh we man. We, we love all Dave. Here dude. we go. So we there's do. three Daves, folks. There's Dave Senior that brought us on this trip. There's Dave Junior. He's on the mic. And then there's Dynamic Dave, the who we don't know, but we just know he can't see trees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's been a fun part of camp. Yeah. Uh, speaking of set-up camp, or setting-up camp, this place is So much better than last is year. is insane. Okay, so I didn't know what to bring. Uh, I almost brought First my wall tent. First of all,
2: we tent. have a 25 by 45 tent overhead. We brought a lot of shit.
1: This tarp overhead, I got in my saddle system yeah, with my tent. sticks and climbed these trees, and we hung a climbing rope all the way across much and appreciated, this, by the way. This yeah. tarp is giant, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing we had it because not long after we got stuff set up, we got, we got dumped. Well, we on. didn't oh, get soaked; man. we got dumped on. Luke we, got
2: Luke got a little wet. I, the other guy,
4: how much I like,
1: water? I like how much water Luke's did you have in wet. your tent, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> it, it
3: was coming right down on my. Uh, it was coming right down on my sleeping system, and uh, in the middle of the downpour, that had, for had to un- steak had to unstake everything that I had down for my tent, take everything that was in my tent, all uh, guns, gear, everything, and just had to grab it and pull to try to get it out of the water, man. And uh, it, it was fabulous because uh did bring a uh, a blow-up mattress and uh, deflated three times last night because like I had a hole in it. And, uh, Listen, and they, it was fantastic. They
1: decided to take the boat back today. And going to town to Walmart, and they were like doing a supply run. What does everybody need? So we're putting in our orders. Beer. And they came back, and they started unloading stuff. We didn't have. We had so much had to. stuff to start this. Like we, I was surprised That's one that of the anybody was this. bringing like, anything you extra. You think you've
2: got it all? You get here, and you're like, oh, this, this, this is. Like I forgot shampoo. I forgot my chair because it got soaked. I forgot. Uh, well, I didn't. I did forget my chair, but I was like, oh, I set my chair out for Dave, Senior. Because it was raining and he was picking me up. And I was like, oh, it's soaked. I'm not going to grab it. I'll grab a different one. Never grab the second one. You know, simple stuff. And I, and we didn't buy a chair. Obviously, there was you, you, Dave Jr., had extra for me. So I appreciate that. But, like, yeah, we thought we brought enough. We still made a supply run to get more shit. But in all reality, <laughs> they started
1: unloading the boat, and I see a pillow come out, and then a second pillow come out, and then a third and a fourth pillow come out. I'm like, well, what is going on? This like I thought my wife had a lot of throw pillows on the bed. What are these guys doing?
4: <laughs> but in all reality, if you didn't have your own private boat, the ferry ain't coming back to
2: get you. To no, You'd you be, you we would have been stuck with what we had. Unless you have your own and, private and boat, And Joey would be sleeping here. on the ground.
1: Hey, listen. You're here. I'm I'm totally cool with you guys doing a supply run because they brought back chocolate milk and <laughs> oh, vanilla <man>. Oreos, <laughs> so the golden gold. Oreos, man. Yeah, look, look, I'm telling you, if mattress, you haven't
2: patches, oh man.
1: See, I just brought a cot.
2: Yeah, that was smart. Yeah, I- I'll tell you what, I I have a single person tent. Everyone here has a tent that's really big. I have a little like bachelor tent, one person, one thing. Nothing's going in there with me, so my stuff's out in the open. Next year I'll have a better tent because y'all have your stuff in there. Because like when I got to change, I got hot last night. I'm in my underwear. I'm gonna break it down to you. I was in my underwear, so I get out. Dave's like whispering, like I'm awake, Dave. You don't have to whisper, senior. And I step out and I'm in my underwear, and he's like, oh. And I was like, well, you want to change in my tent? I ain't got a room.
1: Here's the thing about Nick. If 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 you want to just picture what Nick looks like in his underwear, think about Burt Kreischer on stage. That is what Nick (laughs) looks like. Not not the first time I've gotten that either.
2: (laughs) And I'll take it. I like Bert. He's a good guy. I like him.
1: <laughs> so, we we now call Nick the machine. Um, and that's going to your You're Tom Segura. Nickname. I'm not Tom Segura. I <laughs> thought I was be. Tom Hardy or <laughs> Conor McGregor.
4: Should we talk about <laughs> I mean, the you can go that way.
2: camelback, though? McGregor?
1: No. McGregor yeah, no, I, I get McGregor that. all the time.
2: <laughs> no, I can see the McGregor for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, then, uh, today we went out and we scouted.
2: Oh, that was fun. And we said,
1: hey, we're going to go way back in there. We're going to find a good spot. Some guys brought their uh pop-up blinds. some guys brought climbing stands we kind of split went north and south and yeah nick uh decided to fill his camel back up with vodka and so he oh, just I
3: didn't. I mean, why not? Why not? <laughs> J-
1: just because. And it's I mean,
2: subject to investigation. Now, we're, we're now, scouting. just so
1: now, just so that everybody knows, we cannot be carrying loaded firearms at all today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so no loaded firearms at all today. Because like I look oh, yeah. really like not in Christ camp, not outside of camp. And so <laughs> it was cranberry vodka. He he was not strapped, <laughs> and he was definitely drinking pretty heavily. Um, and I'll be
2: honest with you, when I came out, I was just following a group, and I was like. I've been down this road. I don't want to go down this road. We didn't see shit last year. and I, and But then my mindset changed because I was like, Dan hunts more than I do. Listen to Dan. Dan hunts more than I do. Listen to Dan. How Dan many signs th- of... Yeah, but we saw signs. Did we, how many signs have we seen last year? Hella signs. Oh, so
1: like, many can, signs. Here, Here's the thing about pig country. The trail Could and we, see we it. draw pick out Pig country, it doesn't draw matter where miles. you go, there's going to be signs. And yes, you can have like seven different you can have like seven different trails converging on one spot that doesn't mean the pigs are going to be there and in fact doug today covered that he's like listen if you go somewhere and you see where a pig has mudded up a tree or if he might not
4: be there for a month
1: he might not he said i have trail cameras that prove this i go out and i see this mud on a tree and i put a trail camera up and i come back and it still looks like it's fresh And for a month, I don't get a single pig on that trail camera.
4: But for us, it wasn't mud. We didn't see mud on trees. We seen rubs. We seen
1: correct, but pig hole
4: tracks scat. But we stretched it out. Kind of explain the way. I mean, I guess. Well,
1: here's the thing, though. If if the even if there's even if there's scat, even if there's tracks and they look wet, they look fresh. The amount of canopy cover here, and the amount of uh, mm-hmm. Precipitation they get, it's always gonna look fresh. I mean, almost always gonna look fresh, unless it's in sunlight. Yeah, we, sunlight.
2: Co- we uh, well, how much rain do you think we got last night? Quarter inch.
1: It was an a inch decent. And an 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 half, oh, we got an inch, an inch, and, an inch and a half. <laughs> Brandon,
2: Brandon's coming now, in touch now. With these now stats. now, if you ask uh,
1: if you ask someone over here, it's gonna maybe be an inch and a half. If you ask Luke, it was like three feet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna I'll go, I'll go with what running.
4: Brandon says because
2: Brandon brought a bottle of Blantons and he seems a guy of reason. So, but
4: about our, what do you think about our setup now?
2: I mean, I know. I love our setup because I feel like a hog doesn't stand a chance. Between where Luke sat, Luke spotted. So I'm the gonna give credit to Luke. Luke, Luke, you saw a hog day one. You're already better than we were last trip. Like, and
1: we're not gonna divulge the location of where you saw it because we are very close to other campsites. Yeah. yeah. So picture yeah. proven though. Picture proven. He did bring a picture back of a hog that he easily could have shot. I'm gonna tell you folks this fish if we was, could was this today. big. Okay. All right, guys, if you've been listening to the podcast, I'm sure you've heard me talk about the helicopter hog hunt that I did down in Texas. Now, I went down there with Rogue Texan Outfitters, and Landon and Brandon, the owners, put us on the animals. We killed 150 pigs and 19 coyotes just from the air. On top of that, we went out thermal hunting at night and got up close and personal to more hogs. I didn't have to worry about bringing guns or ammunition because all of that was provided for me, and it is, to this day, the most action-packed day of hunting i've ever had i stand by what i've said in the past and that's that helicopter hog hunting is the funnest thing that you can do with pants on in addition they offer sandhill crane hunts and predator calling so if you're looking for the most exciting hunt of your life and something that you're going to want to come back and do year after year go check out roguetexan.com and book your hunt today So, so he found a pig, we found, we found a really good spot that was a clearing and uh, it was, it was a dried
2: swamp basically. Yeah. Dried swamp slash clearing.
1: We could see farther in this area than we could see anywhere else that we'd been today. And so we got set up in there. We walked around. There's a couple pig wallows. There's a ton of trails. There's a ton, ton of sign that pigs have been there. In fact, there's a, there's like grass that's probably what? Three feet tall. Oh. And it's like it's yeah, so tall. Like it's those like
2: palmetto beds, but they're not palmettos. There, they're uh, cattail beds. But
1: you can see like a hole where they had gone underneath the grass and then wallowed it out as a bedding area. Everyone so, will
4: hope we come back tomorrow saying, "Hey, we all killed four hogs apiece."
1: So we got set up in this clearing, and the clearing's probably. I would guess that clearing's sure. probably about three to four hundred yards long and maybe 150 yards wide. No, I would so, agree. That's solid. Yeah. yeah. And so we. Yeah. We've got it set up to where every other person, we're going to we're going to heavily hunt this area and then we've got some other guys going on the opposite end of the island. Little but, high, little low. Yeah, in our yep, scouting. we're going to go ground blind. Spread the next person is going to be up in a tree, the next person is going to be in a ground blind, the next person is going to be up in a tree. And one technique that I had mentioned using leading up to the hog hunt was bringing my fox pro and doing a piglet piglet squeal. So, I contacted the island I was like hey is this legal the person that I spoke with on the phone said no it's not legal so my Fox Pro is currently sitting in my truck at David's house six hours away and then we got two hours from his house and I get a call back from a different person on the island to clarify and they said hey there was some miscommunication it actually is legal so now we're using a couple little speakers, a JBL speaker, and shout I've got <laughs> shout out to JBL. Shout uh, out to JBL. And a, a Swiss hunter, Tech lantern, lantern that has a Bluetooth speaker, and, and we're going to set up because I have shout seen it firsthand.
4: I got a light and a speaker. There yeah, you on. go.
1: We're set. We're not getting yeah. lost, and we're going to kill pigs. So absolutely, we're going to set up. We're gonna we're going to do some piglet squeals because, in my experience with pigs, both hunting and farming them. When a piglet squeals, if there is a sow that has given birth in the last two months, she will come running aggressively to
2: be aggressive, be, <laughs> be aggressive. There you go.
1: Uh, now, if only you had your shirt off on stage doing that in front of thousands <laughs> of well, people. Well, I wonder if that
2: will help in the hunt. Like, should I go shirtless? Like, I mean, my nips are going to be hard, but. That hog's going to look at you and go, mm, boy, come
1: here. So He might be like, you a daddy. That's kind of our strategy for tomorrow, though. and For me to have my shirt off? Yep. Yeah.
2: Oh. Yep. Okay. And down. I mean, if I didn't know. You didn't – we didn't clarify it till just now, so viewers, to me, it's new.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we're
1: going to set up – now, Luke, he's going to be a couple hundred yards away from us because he is the only one who has seen a pig so far now this year. Now, he's going to be north of us. Yeah. He's going to be north In of which, us.
2: Which we've heard rumors, north is where to go. Yeah. So, we went north, and I was happy with, you know, after I figured out we were going north because – you know, hearing everything, we went. You know, like I said, we hiked 28 miles that first day, and we were zigzagging. Like, where's Waldo in this field? <laughs> I'm like, I'm promise you. Like, I left water bottles. You remember Luke? I left the water bottles.
3: Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna leave this right here. We're gonna come yeah,
2: because we were gonna come right back to it. I was like, if we're coming back to the trailhead, I'm gonna leave these water bottles here because they kept clanging. They kept bing bing, and I was like, I want water to drink. Like, I wanna make sure we're good. Well, we go out in this clearing, this pine clearing, off a of duck pond road, and we ended up walking uh probably 18 miles to the beach i'm gonna tell you what walking on the beach in full gear that's a total like i've never done that it, it probably that's feels a, different that's a weird experience man like you're talking backpack oranges your like orange
1: vest and a rifle <laughs> a backpack full of oranges <laughs> well i did have, <laughs> so i did have tangerines
2: we had we had we boiled, eggs, boiled eggs turkey wraps and tangerines for lunch didn't we hey there we you did go. yeah nick fed us well yeah. It was great. Yeah. If that's
1: not a good hunting meal. I, mean, I can't say I have ever brought any of those things out on a hunt. with I me. was thinking
2: we're <laughs> burning calories. We need to. We need to put back in positive calories. There right? you go. Not not the bad calories. I don't know if there's a such, but it depends on if you're Democrat. You know, or like, or like
1: vodka. Know. <laughs> um, those are clean <laughs> calories because it's clear. I've read <laughs> it. I've heard that's that's that how before. works.
3: Well, and I'll tell you, like, we were supposed <laughs> to head out, and we were headed out with six of us. No, there and, was five uh, of us. Well, no, there were supposed to be.
2: Oh there was supposed to be there six. There's supposed to be six of us cuz I, I was the number trip 6 two. No. No, uh, no, no, this time. This time. Okay, okay, okay.
3: So this time there <laughs> was supposed to be six of us going. We were supposed to head out yeah. and then I got a phone call unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, uh, Luke's all here, business, here no here fun. Here I can We had it and uh, you I know, had to say
2: Jack's all work, no play. That, There's no play that's for right.
3: Jack. I had I had a I had a, I had a uh, business call and I had to take the call and I had to get it completed. These guys are like, "Luke, let's go. We're waiting on you." I was like, "You guys go. I'll catch up with you." So, <laughs> they go, they go, and I start heading out, but I was getting worried about dropping cell signal, and I'm, like, walking out there, and I'm getting not, worried about not dropping, dropping cell signal, and I was like, ah, oh, God dang it, I've got to finish this Can call. we talk
2: about that for a second? No. That's the worst thing in the world when you get on the field. Like, you try to take a deuce before, before, and if you don't know what a deuce is, and you're probably listening to the wrong podcast, but, like, dropping a deuce, like, you got to do that prior. You have to. Because if you're stuck in a field doing it, Hunts over
1: whatever it takes. Did y'all
3: talk about this that early.
1: When I you, would tell you when you wake you're up. You talk about this that early. Listen, uh, absolutely. when you wake up in the morning, man, you need to either have a cup of problem. coffee or a cigarette so yeah. that you can take a dump. Some before. form of
2: tobacco or caffeine to push that for turd sure out. So like, and I hate to be that vulgar about it, but like, that's the worst thing for me. If I go on a hike with my listen, family, can
1: you imagine trying trying to dump out of a saddle? Yes. Have you seen my saddle <laughs> system? That thing <laughs> covers my butt completely, man. <laughs> that covers my butt completely. So oh, now shit, I'm going to be just hanging. It, it would be kind of interesting, though. I haven't, I've, I've taken a leak out of a tree sand before, but like, I've never taken a dump off of the that, tree sand. What's people's strategy to that besides
2: coffee and cigarettes? Like, what, the, what if, <laughs> no, like, seriously, what, is, what if somebody doesn't like coffee or cigarettes? What do they do? How do you push I don't that turd out? Like, we jumping jacks? need <laughs> <Fiber>. o- Oatmeal raisin. <laughs> raisin brand. brand. <laughs> raisin <laughs> brand. <laughs> 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 raisin
4: yes. Brand. So, yeah. with Luke. Uh, they, we're so all, sorry, I didn't mean to we're ruin gonna your story. In Luke. Luke scenario, I did not walk into the woods with Luke yeah, so, at all. So Like you said, he hung Dave back. Jr.
2: and uh, Dan. So we all walking went, with set
4: up our other. stuff, and it's been a good, at least, what, 45 minutes, an hour, setting up? Yeah. Literally, I'm. Um, our entire tied hike up, was an hour I 45. I up our orange flags, flagging that we're there, flagging our way out. By the way, you
2: flagged greatly. I appreciate that.
4: <laughs> Listen, you <laughs>
1: took did. it to heart when Doug said flag every five feet because Dude, I knew thick. left and right. Guess you what? did it, left
2: and right. I was like, I could I stay have, in the middle. We're good. When I, I go could to have Tarzan you from your lost. flags. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was that close to You yeah. get no, no, not get
5: lost. No, we knew
2: the way out. We didn't even use our OnX. You don't need it. Shout out to OnX. Listen, if
1: anybody comes across that trail, they're going to be like, there is 45 people hunting this area. Exactly. We better stay out because
2: the. The flags let people know, hey, someone's in this cut, don't go in this cut. But yeah. we
4: walked in a little far with that, and I followed my trail out and just flagged it because I didn't know how far you guys went in.
2: No, you did great, but I'm, I'm not no Luke,
4: shit I'm coming out of our trail, and 45 minutes in, out of the blue, I pop out. I was waiting <laughs> on the other guys, they hiked a little further in, and uh, Luke is there. Luke is hauling ass. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> literally when I say hauling ass, he's is Run, force, run. Because he has to poop. <laughs> <laughs> I've, met, I've not jogged a mile and a half
2: back to camp. Mind, mind you, so they all both have backpacks with gear on in case we were out later.
3: Like, at I what was, at was what point in the jog man.
1: back did you have to do the penguin waddle to keep it all in?
3: <laughs> oh, <but laughs> do you want to know? Yeah, I <laughs> do. So I do. About the, the viewers want to know. So again, <laughs> again, I was walking up and I was Drop like, the gun, shoot, okay. The belt.
1: This is why I need a video crew with me at all times. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, the amount of stuff that we could have gotten. I'll
3: hold a video. Listen,
1: man, we should have GoPro'd that whole boat right in. Like have a second boat driving past us. Yeah, and just to see how bogged down we were.
2: Yeah, they're. Undermining your your talent, time. you have Dave in your field. Gilmore. They're undermining it.
4: They oh, should get you this. One hundred percent. Yeah, I was still sweating, but time I'll sign the congress. I'll get this done. I like <laughs> that.
1: Put it in legislation for Cumberland Island. Everybody. <laughs> no, get. no, no, not hey, for Cumberland Island for you. No, let's do that on the comment card because Doug did say if you want something on a comment card, er, well, put it so on a comment card. Well, I think we need to get Caleb videographers on our side. for everybody.
2: I think we need to get Caleb on our side. Because he's the new guy come, up and coming. And he, the way he talked, he wants to get this island a hunting island. Yeah. Like, he that wants people sure. to travel That's here true. to hunt. I like it. First thing he said was, move it to the rut. Well, yeah. everybody no one thought Gabe of moving warden. it to the rut.
4: Everybody thinks Game Warden, and they get scared. Yeah,
5: but, no,
2: but the scared Game Warden, your Gabe warden These guys doesn't are make so money awesome off of your fines. He, he makes money off him. of he you coming great, to hunt.
4: He's a great person. Yeah,
2: the state makes money off your fines. The Game Warden makes money off you coming to hunt.
4: He let's get that clear. Like, he is here for the people and to help them. 100%. Luke, He's here. Okay, so Dan Dan okay. An, Luke
1: is Dan sitting here patiently, and no. I want to hear the answer to no. my question. Yeah. I England was.
3: I was, uh, I was. I was. Wobble One point seven five miles <laughs> from the time I had to go. <laughs> and, and this so is what accurate oh to, We know he was accurate here. No. It's so Joe what happened is I had to go. Apple watches. I had to go. Right. I had to go, and I was like, all right, fine. I'm gonna go. You know, take a deuce in the woods. No big deal. So I go over and I find a tree and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I start getting in my bag. I'm like, I don't, I don't have any. You ain't gonna do doo paper. paper. <laughs> I don't I, I have any paper. I have nothing. And all we got is little leaves out here.
5: You I mean, like little tiny leaves. Sleeve. I'm
3: like, oh, forget that. I said, all right, I'm going to Man, make how, about, how about, how about like some that of that Spanish
5: moss? <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> 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 yeah, with what? all them bugs. You want in your butthole? Yeah, with all that flannel
4: too much. I'm telling you. I know, I'd have cut a sleeve real quick. Shedded that flame. So yeah. I was
5: like,
3: I was like, forget it. I, I've seen this hog. I found where I'm going to be. I know where it's. going to Oh, you were a man of
2: content. You were a you man know? of and content like, with a with a prairie dog. The only thing you didn't I'm do was
1: jungle dumb.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's I know, right? right? That's like you right. had it all. You had it in a bag.
1: Yeah. So 1.75 miles. How, quick, how quick would
2: you say you've done that mild uh, Usain Bolt's phone in? And he we got out. here in 20 minutes. Oh, time oh, flat. I, oh I beat okay, he's not questioning. He's not questioning. No, I no 20 minutes, Bolt. he's not questioning 20 minutes,
4: time flat. <laughs> I was pouring sweat, and I'm very upset nah, yeah. that you he's, guys were still in the woods. He's, because still, I was like, he's still
2: not questioning How did yet. I catch Luke? I don't think you know how
3: fast Usain Bolt poop.
2: is.
5: Yeah, Man. it
3: was it was rough, I, dude. It was rough. Like I mean, most of the time I'll just go, but I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I can't." I've never seen someone take their belt off in the middle midstride of the woods in the woods. Yeah, dude, because that's they have
4: wild. To poop to I was bad.
3: like, "Yeah, I was taking my was, belt off." Well, I was holding my gear So <laughs> I was holding my gear in my hands instead of it on my back, so it wasn't. <laughs> gonna, oh, you dude. took the backpack off and was like baby <laughs> carrying no, no, it. But, like pregnancy oh, carrying oh it. all of the it. Pop-up blind, really? The pop-up blonde. Really? What? What
2: made you think logically that was fine? Like, I'm curious. I'm not making fun. Like, I tell my body what to do, okay? My I, body doesn't tell I, me what to do. Oh, <laughs> really? Because you had ran a 0. 0.7 mile and had to shit. But you decided to take your belt off and carry a baby sack. It sounds right, like, I'm curious. It sounds
1: like having to poop is a really good cardio okay, workout. So yeah, went, like, It's uh, so Luke. Well, it's I went un, in with un- these unasked. guys. You so don't have to ask for it. It's just we, weird. Beat, yeah. we beat
4: them here, and they were not very far from True body us. flex. Poop
1: 90X we here right here. <laughs> Poop 90X. We
3: were here at least 30 minutes before them, and they were right behind us. Yeah. dude, I got back and I was like, "David, I'll be right back." I'm stripping <laughs> off everything as fast as I could, running back to the bathroom. Sure hey you man, back at least it no wasn't on. a
1: duck hunt where you had waders and you had to get oh. back. Here. Oh, that yeah. would have been. Oh rough. yeah, yeah. yeah. Duck waiters hunting been having been having to, having to u- use the bathroom at all in waders is terrible. Now I will say, I got lacrosse waders this year. They've got a full zipper all the way down. Oh wow. really? Totally waterproof. I was up to my chest well this worth year. It. Take my money. No water coming in, but I <laughs> could if fully unzip and take a leak without shedding it all.
2: Yeah, that's worth it if you duck hunt all the time. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, But the that's zipper a is waterproof at all?
1: Yeah, the zipper is 100% Amazing. waterproof. That's awesome. I mean, that's I was buddy. getting stuff wet that was in my chest pockets. I was that deep in water, and I never had water coming through the zipper. That's
3: awesome. But, dude, that's I, awesome. I, I won't lie. that that. So I heard that that sal coming in, and, and I heard it coming in, and I was like, man. Yeah, we what focus is on the
2: poop. I want to know about the pig.
3: And I was like, wait a second. So I'm running. So – Wait, at you're back, running for no, the pig? No, so back Listen, then. Listen,
1: if you shoot that pig, we're going to call it poop-a-pig. Yeah, poop-a-pig. Yes, you know it. But yeah. we
3: can only look at one side of it. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> Does a pig's
1: face look like a giant wiener? <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> I, didn't have to, I didn't have to poop you're named in. You're Poopa pig I didn't have to poop in. Like,
3: I was about oh, pig, three Dad. miles. I was about three miles into my hike, and I was like, dude, this is, like, beautiful area. Like, I, this is where I'm going to either sit hunt. here or... Yeah. Or where I'm headed. I was headed to a certain spot and I was like, but I took the long way to get there because I wanted to see everything else. And I was like, I'm gonna go to this spot. So, but I was like, this is beautiful. So I'm marking it on my Onyx and I'm like, boom, I'm gonna this is beautiful. I'm gonna come back here, whatever. I don't and know then if heard, Onyx
2: is one of your <laughs> sponsors, but they've helped out right now. they
3: have been awesome. They have yeah. been fantastic. Phenomenal. Yeah. And phenomenal so I heard it and island. I was like, <laughs>
4: They have the roads laid out, everything. So the the other problem
2: is, is that people like, don't know about the armadillos here. Maps, so how I did you taught. know, Luke? How did you know it wasn't armadillo? Because like, how many armadillos did we run across? And <laughs> and like, 30, I, sto- I stopped twice. Probably 30 I, 20, was 20, like, thirty. I was like, hold on, a second, armadillo. Hold on, a second, armadillo. And I and, and I even hold on a second. Job, Two horses. Him, like, hold on a yeah, second. So it's armadilla. not a hog. It's not a hog. It's armadillo. And then we get out there. and I'm like, hold on, it's fucking armadillo. Like, so the like to differentiate to tell the viewers like. Because armadillo is not, it's in between a hog and a squirrel almost. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, like it's a well, it's for, for your deer hunters, for it's your deer squawg. hunters, like if you set in a stand and you're listening for a deer, the squirrel fucks you up, does it not? Yep, for sure,
1: all
4: the time. Okay. Chipmunks. Okay. So, oh, so, man. so the squirrels here bastards. are
2: armadillos, and they can't. They're blind, by the way. Just to let y'all know. Comes Jonathan.
1: They they are really stupid animals. Armadillos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really stupid. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Before we wrap this up, I want predictions for tomorrow.
2: I'm going with four, four pigs.
1: Four pigs. Four pigs. We got a camp, solid set Our setup. camp.
2: Yes. Our nine people. We're getting four pigs.
1: I'm planning on shooting three tomorrow.
2: All right. All right. I'll take one of the three. I'll no. take one of the No, i I'll take two. one. You take those three. I'm gonna shoot your fourth one.
1: Okay. So I'll that being for said, two. you don't I'm taking out listen. A Glock 40 listen. For my, uh, you guys of my have customers. your own, You guys have your own predictions, so you don't have to account for my three and his one. What what do you think? David? I thought you meant as a group, sorry. No, I think, I, I am saying as a group. How many as a group? So you're saying
2: 3 as a group. I'm so saying you're going three, all 3
1: myself. So yeah, I guess I didn't say the group number. Well then you're I'm four. going I'm going 5 for the group. Not that okay. I don't have faith in everybody, but I just have to go into this confident.
2: You know there's 5 in that hole we got. Honestly, okay. I, I know I'm picking up those
4: playing cards for our whole right. group. I would push it more than 5 because What do you call So group? the island actually keeps a Group number of hunters that come in if it's delayed or whatever. So, they had for scenario, there's a hurricane this year, they had to delay, so they had to leave early. So, 13 hunters, and they only killed a couple hogs, but they had to leave day two.
1: But, but for reference, I mean, our numbers are pretty high if you look at the average. Because last last year, throughout the entire three day, don't ask me numbers, they give you you 70 something people. They only killed six hogs total between I all. I thought of those it was people. nine. Was it yeah. nine? I
2: oh, thought it okay. was nine. They give you but a, Remember, I did tell you eighty people came off the boat and I yeah, was that's wrong. true. You were not
1: even close. So and don't if ask you're me big numbers. Into statistics so maybe and I should nine, change my hogs to They give
4: you, you two. a very <laughs> good math chart. <laughs> yeah, I, to I didn't put do your good statistics in math. out there.
1: Easy, dynamic, Dave. <laughs> 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 uh, can we tell the viewers that story Absolutely.
4: close? Oh Lord, yeah, we got to tell them like why he's called Dynamic Dave.
2: So, hold and on, I'm hold on. Let let's
1: let's finish prediction. up. Yeah. Predictions. Luke, ah, what do you got?
3: Dude, I, I, I I'll don't, shoot one or two, <sighs> I, I hope. I, my first year. I'm going to be real because I was here last year. Yeah. We have two hogs Okay, in this group.
2: I can respect that. I'm thinking four because we've got Dan. I don't know. I'm feeling wild card with Dan. Dan's
3: a monster. Dan's a monster. Dan's, yeah. a, hog Dan's a monster, though. dude. Hey, listen. if it yeah, goes, but he's from if Helicopter. Goes, he this is an island. island. I still have two.
1: Listen, if this goes based off of my year so far, we're in pretty good shape. If it goes by some of my other years that I've <laughs> hunted, not so much. <laughs> I'm by no means a like phenomenal hunter. Somehow I figure out a way to get it done. But you know, one the way or hogs. another, that's but your background. I like these, going into a little confident.
2: different than uh, land hogs. One hundred percent. I'm gonna call these
1: never, island hogs. They're listen, way I different I have than land hogs. They
2: respond to the same.
4: No life. I have calls. never hunted calls, in terrain yes. like
1: this or cover like this. So, I mean, that's that's pretty wild. I hunted on the ground. Uh, last year in Texas, and we were Texas. five days into the hunt before we killed a pig. Yeah, And it was much more open than this. Well, we, we saw a lot. We yeah, did those, see a lot. So, we just didn't so get the any hog good in chops.
2: Texas is going to move further. No, no, no. I take that back. Not further. They uh, Migration wise so, to here. Like, are this you is drunk? A...
4: No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so to give everybody a perspective, what did literally we do today? We went to the beach, right?
2: No.
1: We went to a swamp.
2: <laughs>
4: same same thing here.
5: It's Uh-oh. a
2: freaking beach. It's an island. There's no water. It's not. They're saying. What did we do today?
1: Going Up. down to the boat dock. We went to the boat dock. I wouldn't oh. say a beach. We went to the boat dock. Uh-oh. It's
2: sandy. <laughs> it's
4: sandy. I wasn't under.
1: I don't know what you're asking me. Sorry.
4: You can go out there and you can get your own food. And
2: oh, know, the oysters. You're talking about when yeah. we got oysters. Yeah. So we, we went didn't, out there. Ha- hold on. We, we did. did not We, we did. didn't have a license for that. Don't say that.
3: That did not happen. Yeah, we it's didn't. We nightmare. played
2: a knife game. We did not get oysters. We had a couple. <laughs> we had what? No, we Maybe didn't. Shush your mouth. Whatever. You don't say that. We Listen, I for giggles. the
1: record, I did not collect any oysters. No, at you all. didn't.
2: Yeah, Dan didn't touch a thing. He was. But watching. we did play the knife game we, where you oh, stand man. with your feet shoulder width yeah, apart and, and you clearly, throw a knife at I each other's
1: how, feet. We I played that how. for a long, long time. And I don't know how to
2: throw a knife in the sand. So and.
1: The whole, the whole goal of going down to the boat dock was to check on David's boat. Because, <laughs> did, because, <laughs> because listen, nowhere. listen <laughs> they oh did, in orientation today, got a video they of that. did tell us that a boat sank here this year. Yeah. during mm-hmm. uh, archery season, a yes. little Ranger
2: um, aluminum.
1: Yep. Somebody's boat was no bump- docked. Boat to bring. And he had no bumpers. Not a John boat. It ended up going under.
3: Well, and now if you bring your own boat, you have to expect that you're going to... Beach. Beach. Yes. But Beeched. I'll you tell you this. Bring your own boat. It has to be beached it is so every beach. single day. So day. I know people are anti DNR,
2: but this is why I want to plug this DNR. I like Caleb. He changed the rules today and was like, hey, we got to dock the ferry's it. not right. being used during the week. It's closed to after the today. After today, dock the boat. Yep. Dock the boat. And if you have to, side dock it. And he said, the only reason that Ranger sank. Was because I don't know if it was a ranger. I take that back. It was aluminum. It was Luma some crab type of John boat. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't have any bumpers in between the two boats. And the tide jumped out, and he said the tide's moving a foot an hour quicker this year than it did last year, and it crushed it and sunk it. But Caleb came out here with his. He pump, brought it to and, us, and, and he, uh, he Caleb took the pump. They and, took care of it. Yeah,
3: Caleb it And he it, sent it,
2: the boat to the dudes to Caleb's mechanic to fix it.
1: It it didn't fully sink, but what happened? It, it was tied off. And so and it, it went underwater, crushed. and then they came out with a fire pump and and pumped it out.
3: Yeah, yeah. And that was all Caleb. Caleb, one hundred percent. I would much rather beach mine. At that point in time, so who But is, I'm just saying, you bring your own. You gotta you gotta be willing to beach it.
2: No, hundred percent. I'm not a boat owner, so I can't say and anything. You sure that. To, to be, I'd rather put on it on a dock. It is sand. But.
3: It's not rocks.
4: It, it's very sandy. So well, who's the best wife right. perspective person here? I sent a video to my wife earlier of us throwing knives at each other's feet. <laughs> Why?
3: Um she said you better win what happens the on the island. Stays it's right, in it's the
2: gotta island. be Nick. Why? Read it. What'd your wife say about me?
4: Told her playing a game. I didn't say Nick. I just said playing um,
2: a game. Um are y'all throwing knives at each other? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: no
4: ma'am. The the Our um feet. the um and that whole scenario uh. is that's
5: pretty good. I'm really my glad that my wife only listens to calls. Creeps and All Crimes and not this. <laughs> yeah.
3: Fantastic. Nick, my, so how many? What? How many in our group? How many hogs? I said four. I think four. You're sticking with four. Yeah, I'm sticking with four. Okay, so we've gonna got pull four, two or three.
1: four, five, two, and what was your group number?
2: Yeah, what was your group number, Dave, Junior?
4: Overall, honestly, with our setup, since we're set up in kind of a horseshoe and enclosing them, I'm going to say I really hope everybody gets
2: – There's five on our horseshoe. No, there's four.
4: I hope we at least leave in our group at least, not our whole entire group that came. I'm gonna tell with you right us.
2: now, if we kill a hog, I'm done with We're our camden. group.
4: And I hope we get five or six because some people are shooting. All right. You're allowed to six. shoot. Well, the whole thing with the island is is you're allowed to bring an assault rifle, is what the world would call it now. Arrow this isn't 15. CNN. Whatever.
2: We're this isn't... whatever. Sorry if that's all you can take it out. So you can
4: 100% say that. you're allowed to (laughs) shoot an AR 15, right? Yeah, I made that mistake of packing light. You didn't bring it. I brought my seven millimeter, which is a bolt action rifle. And if I shoot a hog, I promise you right now, that's okay. General Lee's on it's
2: not moving. Uh, Robert E. Lee's happy for
4: you, but
1: listen, I think I think we're gonna have in
4: our group in our area. that are shooting AR, so i say five or six.
1: I think we're going to have success tomorrow. I, hope, I, that, I, I hope the numbers are high because, honestly, that, honestly, that, that will probably be some of the best first-day numbers yeah. that they've seen we out have here. The
4: random so area that's what I got out of this whole conversation
2: found. just now is like, okay, no one said zero. Yeah. No one said zero. We're coming know. out of those woods with a hog we have between very nine high of hopes. us. We're coming yeah. out of those ho- with a hog.
4: The area that we have enclosed is, what do you say it is, acreage-wise, give or take? <laughs>
1: I would say that area is probably about... I don't know, acreage. Acreage, 30, no, between to the five th- 25 to 30 acres.
3: So what? Us? Yeah. Yeah. Between okay. us, Okay.
2: 25 Luke. to 30 acres. Well, I also said there was 80 people on the boat last year, so that's yeah. That's true. I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you. So Lucas spread the furthest out. I just feel like out. that's a lot.
1: I, I mean, I could definitely Luke look is, on Onyx. They've got an area-shaped... Yeah deal. So so why don't you guys keep talking and and I'm going to look that up quick.
4: I mean for the sign and honestly what they told us earlier which kind of freaked me out a little bit was that don't chase a hog like you chase a deer. Don't look for deer scat. I I mean look for rubs more so and uh, look for a bedding area. Look for that's where they go whether it's morning or night. So I went in I've seen I call it a, a pig trough or pig hole. It's where they're I th- budding I around,
1: think, uh,
2: budding up. I think Grandpa Bill calls it a waller. There <laughs> a you waller.
4: go. waller. Waller. Yeah. That's where they're wallering around. Okay, so so I was playing. off I
1: was off 17.47 acres roughly.
2: Yeah, I but was going to say 500 between, acres. I felt like that was
4: a lot. No, I didn't say are, 500. <laughs> I said <laughs> 25 <laughs> to 30. We are on 9,000 acres. I did have a...
2: Camelback full of boxes. We're on nine
4: thousand <laughs> acres, though. I apologize for questioning yeah. you, Dan. you no, you've got there's a group
2: of people, so even if you made a circle out of us, no, yeah, no, one hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if a hog comes through there, it doesn't stand chance.
1: I'm hoping, and then, I'm hoping a group of pigs comes through, I comes hope, to the I center because then if we shoot, sends us a call now. Yeah, well, this is my that first
4: year, and honestly, I was when I walked out there. I did not when we were walking through. I seen crap. Horse crap, if horse that, crap, Armadillo's. If that company sent you a call right I now, see, helicopter, I'd no yes. put it on all over my social media
2: just because that. 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I see no signs of hogs until, honestly, there's another guy in our group that's not here right now, but me and Jonathan, we were walking a little bit of ahead. We stopped. Literally, we stopped. I looked to the left, and there's a yay, gaping hey two-and-a-half-foot and hole that you see there, into on the on brush. The it's getting a little chilly. yeah yeah I we mean, followed he said please, i didn't even please. i said all right we're gonna pass it he said no he said that looks like a hog hole let's go follow it we yeah. followed it jonathan yeah when, he, how we
5: entered
2: that hole yes. We followed yeah. it
4: did you know that that's what we this turned waller, out was him but this waller does not exist on the map right it it's just there natural yeah. it's not yeah. it's and not the thing about this Waller is like you can tell it was there thing. but you
2: can see all the leaves on it and then so like my thing was like oh it's an old waller and then it was in like, in. is exactly. it really an old Waller? Because, it, dude, it rained. What do we say? Half yesterday. inch, quarter of an inch? How much yesterday? It is a, a quarter. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you could see new tracks, but how full was the puddle? You know what I mean? Yeah. But if well, but if you, there's a if you, lot of what ifs, it, but
1: but I mean, you, you see, this is sandy soil. Around? So when it rains here, it disappears pretty quick. So yeah, immediately, uh, like, oh Lord, like we saved. had we had something. a puddle right underneath our table. Oh, absolutely. We had a puddle underneath tents. Like my front, the front of my tent had three inches of standing water. And it was gone by the time we went to Thank bed. Thank you. So, oh no, definitely. I mean, to wrap this thing up, oh yeah, I'm sorry. We, no, you're good. We're going to cover Dynamic Dave on the next yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That, it, because <laughs> we're need closing to know, in I know on there's 10. People like, who's Dynamic Dave? Yeah, we're closing it on 10 o'clock. We
4: definitely need to upload a video of Dynamic
1: Dave. Oh my gosh, that'd be so sweet. <laughs> I, I wish we, I'll do I'm it. telling I'll you, I wish, I wish we had a camera. Oh, right I'll out. plug that. I'll plug that. I'll I'll
2: wrap my phone to a tree behind us just to watch him. No, I'll just stay back. Y'all go hunt. I'll do it. That's
1: perfect. (laughs) So we're going to wrap this up. It's closing in on 10. We're getting up at 5. I'm making pancakes. We're going to have bacon and eggs, and then we're going to get out to the spot. And we're going to Uber Eats review these pancakes tomorrow too. Ooh, there you go. Hey, I'm good with these are good pancakes. Dude, the instant mix pancakes. Just powder in a bottle. You pour some water in, shake it, and you got pancake mix. Yep. I'm telling you, they hit different at camp. They hit different. Oh, at everything, camp everything, hits different camp. Yep. everything hits different in camp. everything hits different. So, thanks for Even hopping on, guys. Even when you rude to you.
2: <laughs> Last little plug.
1: All right, thanks for hopping on, guys.
3: Thank you. Yep. Yeah, Thank man. Thank you. Awesome.
1: And that is going to wrap it up for today's show, man. We had an awesome hunt. I'm just going to fill you in on how that hunt went because. A couple of us were pretty close on our guesses or our estimates or our hopes and dreams if you will for the hunt it was uh, it was a wild hunt for sure we put in a lot of work a lot of miles and a lot of pigs were killed and so all together throughout the entire camp I think we ended with 24 pigs that's not just our group that's everybody who came out to hunt for this uh, portion this three-day hunt on the island now that's significantly up from the year before. Uh, I think the final estimates from the year before were nine total, and this seems to be one of the best years that they've had, or one of the best hunts that they've had in recent years. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because me and my guys were there killing pigs. No, just kidding. Uh, I think I think there's a lot of things that play into it. The wildlife biologists on the land or on the island hadn't been really hitting it hard this year. Normally he gets out there in traps and hunts and tries to help thin out that population, but he hadn't done that a whole lot this year at all. And so I think that probably added to the pig numbers, the sightings, and there's a lot of guys who are coming back year after year. So they're figuring out where where to find these pigs. their sweet spots. In fact, by the end of the hunt, we found one of those spots. Uh, a lot of guys hadn't even seen a pig for a couple days. Um, Actually, I'm gonna start with the very beginning. This is gonna be a long outro, but you're just gonna have to bear with me. So, day one, we go out. I climb up a tree with my saddle system. We had really figured out this spot that we wanted to be in, uh, and we kinda loaded it pretty heavily. I was like, you know, we've got good visibility. It's one of the most open spots on the island that we had found at this point. And so, a bunch of us go out there, I climb up in my tree, I'm in between three people basically, and I didn't realize this, but everybody left. Like all all the guys that I went out there hunting with had either climbed out of their trees or out of their blinds and had gone back to camp. And I'm sitting there, not realizing that at all. I look over and I see this big black boar coming through these probably like eight foot tall pines. Now, I don't have a shot at all. I'm trying to follow it with my rifle, trying to stay on it, and he's like disappearing. The trajectory that he was headed, I did not think I would get a shot. I thought he'd get clean through, never to be seen again, but he actually kind of angled towards me, and when he did, I was like, all right, this is actually gonna happen. He popped out in an opening, I shot, he took off running, I shot again, and he dropped. Well, when I went over to him, he was not dead, and so I tried to, you know, finish him off quickly so he didn't have to lay there suffering, and he came after me, and so it got got sideways in a hurry. He came after me. I had to shoot multiple more times, I think when it was all said and done. I had shot twice when he dropped. Seven shots later, as he's charging me, as he's, you know, like laying there, breathing, still trying to put him out of his misery, it was seven shots later that he finally expired now that's not how it went the whole trip but that's how it went for that pig so day one is done i come back with a pig i think he we figured with without field dressing him he was probably around 200 pounds um then the next day we go out and one of the other guys in the group jonathan he has success he shoots two pigs So we're all excited, we're like, okay, it's happening. We've already killed more pigs than last year. This is awesome. And (laughs) meanwhile, as Jonathan is having this this success, Nick and I decided to go out to this new area. He had never been, I had definitely never been. And it was a long hike. We saw this clearing on a map. We wanted to walk through the clearing, see if there were any pigs out there. Long story short, we end up knee deep in a swamp. Getting tore up by sawgrass and palmettos and reeds and I mean it was a nightmare. We both came back soaking wet, all tore up. Brand new pants that I had on, I mean they looked like I had worn them for years. And I mean it's just price you pay chasing after pigs on an island, I guess. Uh, day three sh- shows up and I'm getting pumped. I kept telling the guys like, dude, I'm going to kill another pig. Day two, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't very, I wasn't very. Uh, optimistic I guess. I went out there knowing that we were gonna put a lot of miles on going to a spot that we hadn't been and that was gonna potentially bring up some issues for us. Day three though there were a couple guys who had shot opportunities never fully connected with the pig or at least never found blood or anything. These pigs they have so much fat from eating acorns that the blood disappears quickly. And even with high caliber rounds, sometimes you just don't get a solid blood trail. Now, they say to try to shoot them in the head so that they, you know, drop and you're not having to chase them through any thick stuff so that you don't lose them, so that they don't charge you. Whatever. Sometimes that's not an option. So, two of the guys, Joey and Luke, uh, they had multiple encounters with pigs throughout the week. And so they're like, dude, you guys got to come sit over here with us. So we get over there, and it's mature pine trees and like a six-inch bed of pine needles all over the place. We get to that spot in the morning. Nick and I are sitting together. His back is to the tree. My back's to the tree. And then he's like, dude, I'm tired. I need to go to sleep. I was like, okay. So he lays down, starts snoring, like loud snoring, not quiet snoring at all and I'm, I'm giggling like a little kid in church, and I can't help myself because he's just like sawing logs right behind me. Meanwhile, we've got deer coming in, we've got horses coming in, and I'm glassing this small buck that was walking, like say from my three, no, not my three o'clock, my 11 o'clock to my one o'clock, and I'm glassing it, and all of a sudden I catch movement 20 yards from me out of the corner of my eye, and here's this big boar right on top of us and so i like turn with my rifle it it knows something's up so it takes off i'm like tapping nick saying dude pig 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 and i wanted him to get a shot i realized that he's still coming to from his nap and so i pull up the rifle shoot shoot again i had a perfect like broadside shot at like 60 maybe 80 yards on the first one the second shot was running And it ran into the palmettos. We end up going over there, recovering it. Another great boar. I think that one would have probably come in around 190, 195. And so the guys, the guys, sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Uh, The guys all come and they're like, hey, who shot it? Who shot it? And I was like, I didn't. And they're like, are you serious? Like, what happened? And so all day long, I was showing people the videos of Nick snoring, laying down right behind me. Um, that leads into us going back to camp. We're getting ready for an evening hunt. At this point, I'm like, man, should I even go out? And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out and kill another pig. And everyone's like, dude, you better not. Like, we need to kill a pig. And I was like, you've had opportunities. It just hasn't worked out. So we we get back out to the same spot. And this time, me and my buddy David are sitting together together. Then we've got Joey and another guy, David, sitting in a different spot. And then I'm trying to think where everybody was. We had one guy, a climber. Maybe it was just the five of us out there. I think that's right. I think we had five guys out there. Anyways, we're sitting there. All of a sudden, I see pigs. I tell David, David, like, tactical army rolls to my left get set up in the prone position we're like ready to take out these pigs well they're running towards they're running like straight towards joey and the other david and i'm like dude if you get an opportunity at them shoot well they got behind some trees they stopped at this point they couldn't have been 50 yards from the other guys they were about 100 yards from us and they turn around and start running back and David's like hey they're coming back they're coming back and I'm thinking they're coming towards us no they're running straight left to right on us and we end up shooting I pull the trigger twice he pulls the trigger once I dump a big sow and we walk up and I'm like dude this is insane sure enough the guys come over dude who shot (laughs) David's like danded And they're like are you kidding me man you called it out the other night on the podcast three pigs you ended up with three pigs well I was like man we've got an hour and a half left let's go sit back down and sure enough when we did there were more pigs that came in both uh Joey and the other David got shots at them we never found any sign that they had hit them not sure what happened at one point apparently one of the pigs was like five yards behind David, and Joey was yelling through the woods. It's so it's so quiet in these woods, I'm telling you. We had three wild horses walk up at one point, 40 yards, and I never heard them. They were that quiet. And uh, anyways, this pig snuck up behind David. Joey was yelling at him like, dude, you're one o'clock, you're one o'clock, which I don't really, I wonder if he was like also snoozing. Because uh, I don't know how you don't see something at your 1 o'clock. Maybe you meant 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock. Um, but anyways, we ended up getting five pigs for the week as a group. I killed three, super pumped, brought a ton of meat back home. I'm going to have a European mount done on one of the skulls that wasn't completely destroyed. And yeah, that's that's the wrap-up. That's the story on the pig hunt. I know that was long-winded, but I had to fill you in. Didn't know if we'd get to do a follow-up episode, but I still might try to make that happen with a couple of the guys because they are a ton of fun to talk to. But until next time, guys, always choose adventure, and God bless.